0: to talk about episode six of masters of horror second season dario argento's pelts (sighs) well i mean at least we're like half through right yeah and i i think god i hope that this we just hit that rough patch and that it's going to go up from here um but boy 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 christine do you want to guess what pelts imdb rating is um, I don't have to guess because I'm looking at it. Do you trust humanity after seeing that score?
1: No. And the top user review gives it a 9 out of 10. Oh, my fucking God. It's a
0: 6.4 on IMDb, yeah. which for IMDb is a high rating.
1: It's high, man. I There's, there's real-ass good movies that have lower scores good than God. that. I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, the turning had, like, a 4. Jesus fucking Christ. So, like, this is the world we live in, everyone. Yeah. And the, the real problem is, and this has come out, this is tangential at best. So, like, the real problem is we have a lack of diversity in the voices that are that are talking about media. And, and the problem is that people get information from media, as we've learned by, like, oh, I want to yeah. know more about black people. Let me watch The Help. <laughs> so, we... We, it's like we have a moral obligation to do fucking better when we talk about these things because people are very easily swayed and very easily informed by these, these media voices, these reviewers, these people that they trust. Oh, tell me if this is good or bad. Do I think that that's right? Do I think that's how people should consume media? No, but people are not all critical viewers of stuff. Like I feel like I am a critical viewer. I view things for through a very critical lens. I think about what works, what doesn't, why it works, why it doesn't. I get that that's not how everybody consumes stuff. We owe it to people to have different people doing that though, or else you end up with pelts at a 6.5 on IMDb and people genuinely enjoyed this. I do, and that's fine if they did. But people need to know, like. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh,
0: yeah, I. Oh my god, I. I think they're. I'm sure s- the only way somebody could convince me they like this is if they're like, I think it's a camp classic. I think it is. Like, uh, maybe somebody could make that argument, but it's not. It's just terrible. It is like I, now, um, pro life. I think has a five point six on IMDb. Which is way higher than it should have, but Jesus, how does this have a six point four and that has a five point six? I don't, I don't understand. I do not this the reception to this and the fact that I don't hear this talked about as as being as awful as it is it makes me so concerned for the average horror fan.
1: Yeah. <sighs> um. I'm skimming that 9.10 review, and it asserts that this shows this this inf- this this episode, the message is if you fuck with nature, it will it will come back at you, and, <laughs> and that your abuse of living creatures in nature will 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 make you skin your it, own body. Will will lend will will be why you fall, and I don't. Was that what this was about?
0: Um, well, so according to the Dread Central <laughs> review, as everybody, on the last episode, we talked about how Dread Central's um, really, really uh, white dude bro uh, reviews. So their review included the line, sex, nudity, lesbian, lesbianism, man and fake breasts show up on the roster of many bad direct-to-DVD teen flicks, but it takes real talent to make them sexier than your average porno.
1: This was sexy. Um, oh yeah! To put
0: it simply, I quote: "Pelts is one of the sickest and sexiest films from Dario Argento." <laughs>
1: well, I would say, which what's the Argento movie where somebody gets stepped on by a high heel? Is that Deep Red? Is that ten- whatever tenebrae, Isn't it? That's Tenebrae, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That one's sexier than this. Oh yeah. You know what? You know what? Anything Giallo is sexier
0: is than, this. than this episode.
1: Look. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh God. Um. Please give a synopsis. We're spoiling it. This is. Oh pope. no. You're Somebody not... gave it a
1: 10 out of 10. Oh, I got to get out of here. Oh my
0: God. I got to go in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what is this about? Meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Poor Meatloaf. Likes, likes the pelts of, of animals. One of those
0: actors that like. Look, and I get <laughs> acting isn't his primary thing. It doesn't need to be. But like one of those guys that for some reason filmmakers are like. How can I embarrass this guy? I only want to put him in shit where I embarrass him. Like he really
1: commits to this. Yeah. He Which does. is good for him? because I don't—I am... would argue it didn't deserve it. No,
0: it did not. It doesn't meatloaf, deserve it you anything. can make your own
1: decisions, but like, <laughs> um, so Meatloaf, duh, processes animal pelts and turns them into stuff, sells them. I'm not really sure about his business model. Um, there's some things in here that doesn't make sense. That's fine though. Um, there's this, John Saxon is in this for a minute or two, but <laughs> for no good reason there's... other than to get his,
0: his face beaten in.
1: And there's these raccoons. <laughs> Look, everyone, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, so there are these raccoons. They're extra special. I don't know if I understand why. Some lady told me, but I don't know if I was paying attention. Oh, yeah, but- there's like an
0: old Appalachian woman, witch, something, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's there. Why
1: not? but there are raccoons i think is what is mm-hmm. the important thing yes. and john saxon and his stupid kid set up these traps and they catch these raccoons and there's a very bad digital effect where it looks like a ton of little cartoon raccoons oh my God, the are all in wiggling are in the so same way bad. it was really funny looking anyways they they bash these raccoons in with like a they step on them, which I didn't like, obviously. And then they, the, they're the they like, oh, these raccoon pelts are better than any other raccoon pelt I've ever seen. And then there's a really bad effect on them. And you're like, I guess they look good because they have that effect on them. And then when you touch the pelts kind of sometimes, it makes you self-harm, mm-hmm. I guess. And so, like, the, they bring the pelts home and the stupid son... Uh, Bashes in John Saxon's face and then like snips off his own face with a trap, which I don't think is realistic. <laughs> uh, not to not to, not to be you know controversial, but I don't think that would happen. And then uh, Meatloaf comes by because he heard about these pelts from John Saxon, and he's like, "Well, everyone's dead. I might as well just steal these." So he does, which I mean, natural, right? I, mean, yeah, I everyone oh. everyone's like, "These pelts are." the best I'm gonna make a coat for this uh stripper that I tried to rape because that's okay in this. And
0: that's that's a thread folks that is absolutely a plot thread
1: this is what happens in uh-huh. this um yeah because meatloaf is not a great guy, but for some reason is our protagonist that we're supposed to think is okay Did you get that feeling? Like, they were like, oh, Meatloaf isn't that bad of a guy no, I, He's just a thief and, and a rapist and- I'll say the, I mean, I know, I would say I don't think we were,
0: oh god, I don't know This is so hard to know I didn't think we were supposed to like him at all I thought from, the, he, has, he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever
1: he is then introduced as a suspense? raging
0: asshole from the beginning. Yeah. And again, I, get, I feel like that's kind of a thing in some of the Italian movies and like, especially like detective, this isn't a detective story, but it like it feels like, yeah. That. Like that kind of thing of, Oh, you have the flawed male protagonist, right? The guy that doesn't treat women well and he drinks too much and all that. Like that. I think, I don't know. I don't know that I didn't like him and didn't think I was supposed to. I don't know if, If I was missing something there. Um, Again, according to Dread Central, we were totally in, in his seeing things from his point of view. So we were in his, in his mind. Fuck. And I'm skimming through the reviews on, on IMDb and they are making me want to vomit.
1: Yeah. So that's the thing. So like, if that if we're not supposed to feel sympathy or empathy or any of the fees for the meatloaf character, then why are we aligned with him? They go out of their way to make, the 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 dan the stripper the dancer I don't find stripper to be an offensive term so mm-hmm. sorry if anybody else does um uh this they why are they they vilify the stripper they really do oh, they make yeah. her into such an asshole which is so wild because he tries to rape her like up everything front.
0: about that relationship and that subplot I'm watching this and I'm just like I'm like I can't wait to hear Christine just go off on this because it's just so. I don't understand any of it. It's very like. Oh, and this is the first time now. I mean, I can't believe we got six episodes in before we got boobs, and we get a lot of them in this, and it's done. So like, much. and again, the craziest thing in reading this is how all of these reviews are like, it's sexy, it's really sexy, it's it, so kinky. Ha- it's the, who the, the is fuck is jerking off to this this episode?
1: The existence of female breasts does not equal sexy. I do not understand that. Like, they, this was clinical at best.
0: Yeah. And let's talk about how they're used. They're used as strippers who are dancing in a way that's, like, that That typical, like, yeah, I'm not, like, this is my job. I'm doing this. I'm making money. You're losing your shit. So it's one of those, like, hard to kind of understand why a man finds that that sexy. But fine. You get Meatloaf, who's obsessed with her, who tr- who tr- who gets a private dance and tries to rape her. We're not going to say this enough times. He tries to sexually assault her.
1: In in the patience with which they tell me she would react to that is yeah. fucking wild. First of all, there would be a camera in that room. Yeah, but that's and, neither here nor there. And I mean, I Second guess all, some maybe some she strip was clubs like are if run. you keep it up, I'll tell this. I'll get security. How is security not standing there the whole time? Like. Ma'am. They are, right? (laughs) Like, Like, ma'am. She would, the second he tried that, she would get him removed. She would happily take his money and have him removed. And he would be banned from coming back or certainly from having
0: a private room with her. Like, Instead, he comes back he is able to get into her dressing room. Yeah. Oh, but she's a lesbian, so let that sink in, because that's there to, what, give us a scene where we get lesbian... We, and we don't even get good lesbian sex. Like, we get very heterosexual man directing a lesbian uh, pleasuring another woman. But it's there, like, and you're just wondering, like, what, what's the... Like, there, there's a point to that. You clearly have that in there as a point for something, because it's one more thing to be risque. And... Well, it's,
1: it's risque, but also I think it's this... Again, I really feel like, whether conscious or not, they went out of their way to make this woman awful. And so they're basically asserting that she fucks with women, but then later, she when she gets the coat and she gets what she wants, she lets Meatloaf fuck her. And so, like, she's just easy. She'll do anything. Right, right. Anything you you hand thing. her the right thing and she'll make it happen for you. And that's such, like, a weird view of sex work like she's an autonomous human with boundaries like why do you have to paint her like this it was really unnecessary because then we don't even we're not even there yet that that coat scene with like the basically the end of the the episode is so fucking upsetting and disturbing and gross because not because of what's happening on screen just at the fact that they chose to make me watch it Um, yeah,
0: and we should say it's written, this is written by Matt Venn, um, who has written he, a couple of sequels. He wrote White Noise 2, Mirrors 2, Fright Night 2, the recent Fright Night 2. Uh, Fright yep. Night 2 is bad. The This is the, the remake to the Colin Farrell one.
1: Yeah, it's not good. I believe you. Uh <laughs>
0: And also an episode of Fear itself, so we get to see that around. Can't wait. His episode yeah. is directed. Oh, he wrote the Brad Anderson one. We're oh, okay. Fright I'm nervous. Fright Too. Forward two to something.
1: Has Jamie Murray in it, who was the very uh, lovely serial killer on Dexter, the female serial killer. So oh, she's wait, season two. I think so. Yeah. Okay, I like her. She was on. Split she's. Stunning. So of course yeah. I watched *Fright Night* too. It was very disappointing, and I might have seen *White Noise* too. Now that we talk about it,
0: so yeah. So we don't know how much is his fault, how much is Dario Argento's fault. I think, I mean, anybody—it's everybody's it's fault. Everybody's right? fault. And anybody who has looked at Dario Argento's career in the last what twenty years is, you know, this isn't that surprising from him. I guess in some ways.
1: But yeah.
0: it doesn't make it any. It just it's aggressively bad. It it felt like because I wonder too how many of the directors watch season one and I think John Landis did. I mean John Landis watched Homecoming clearly. I wonder did Dario Argento only watch um, Dear Woman and say I'll make an episode
1: like that because that's what it feels like. It really feels that way. <sighs> it really does. Um, the part per- this is based on a story, I guess, by the yeah. person that wrote the novel for *The Keep*, the weird Michael Mann movie. That is weird, and I don't know if I like, but is weird. But I just figured I'd mention that because maybe it's not his fault. Maybe that this, maybe this story is interesting. Because I mean, yeah. I get it's like it's like these enchanted raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, enchanted... yeah. No I'm, I'm like... with you I think there is some The concept I'm not
0: against the concept The concept of You know People that deal Because sure look Fur is murder Fur is disgusting I don't understand Why anybody would wear fur um, Yeah Make an episode About the horrors of that I, I'm I'm fine with that Set your episode In a fur factory You know what I've never seen A show set there That's kind of Yeah do something with that That's cool Okay you do it And you do that Of course you're Dario Argento And you do it in like The growth Like not even grossest just laziest way where that's a factory it looks like they're like in an underground lair somewhere like making food for ewoks or something i don't know it does not i don't believe that's where fur is made but there's that
1: but hold on i needed i said out loud oh my god i hope emily clocks this do you know what i'm talking about is there a weird thing in the background that you noticed of
0: what,
1: okay, so maybe you didn't I don't so think when I did. they when Meatloaf shows up with the pelts in the back of his uh l- like blue Impala which I don't know, I liked his car it was a when nice car. he shows up to the factory, um it looks like it's trying to be like downtown Seattle, but I don't really think it is because the roads didn't look right mm. um because there's Washington plates, but he he pulls up and they're like out they're in this like alley of this city and they're they're like f- clearly factories and like. All these buildings, and out, op- out comes their staff, and you s- get a pretty good view of spray paint, like graffiti, on the side of their building. And it's the Doozers from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, there's really Doozer action in this. I love <laughs> Emily Knoxa. Um, it, was, it was my favorite part of this Oh, man. Room.
0: I oh, want no. you know what
1: my favorite part of this whole thing was? When Meatloaf goes and talks to the weird like
0: lady woman? Yeah.
1: that and all the all the raccoons are looking in the windows, that was my favorite part. <laughs> I mean raccoons are funny
0: creatures too because they're hands. Love raccoons. I do too. Like it's the hands. It's that they have these tiny little hands and they do things with them. And it's just very like you can't look at a raccoon and not kind of giggle because there's just something kind of weird about them. And they're they, very whimsical. They we have, are, yeah. We
1: have a couple around the house, and they'll knock my plants over sometimes, which I'm not really keen on. Mm-hmm. But, like, look, they're so cute. They're Go for cute. it. Knock yeah. my plants over.
0: My brother, um, where he lives, he has, like, this kind of this big outdoor area, and they have a, a couple of outdoor cats. And there's a raccoon that just hangs out with them. And, like, Aww. it's just it's so cute. Like, raccoons are adorable. So I I am fine with the idea and concept of a horror story. About payback to those who Benefit from the fur trade yeah, yeah let's do that I just don't want it to be this one Because it's a piece of shit And I just I wonder Because I mean I don't know I, I don't know the uh, Matt Venn's work Well enough to know if this is his style or not hmm. I am sure Argento was like uh, More boobs we need a more boobs because it Feels like they're in there Very aggressively um, I don't know it. Uh... Yeah, this to me, I don't know. I I feel like this was my worst episode. Like, this is the episode that actively made me angry in a way closest to maybe how Dear Woman did. A little bit chocolate. But, like, this... This does have a chocolate vibe. It does. Yeah, the obsession. And, again, like, look, these are interesting themes in horror. A man, especially a guy like Meatloaf who is obsessed with this stripper who is way out of his league um, and thinking he's found the one thing that that he can use to get her. Except it's not even about that because the fucking raccoon fur is haunted. And at what point, we don't know, at at some point in the episode, we never see when, it stops being about his character making having that as a motivation and it turns into... Everything else we've seen, which is magical raccoon fur, will turn you into self-suicidal, right? Yeah. And we never see that turn. He's just, he's an asshole from the beginning. He's an asshole in the end um, who mutilates himself and causes the mutilation of, of this woman that he was in love with. Uh, uh, oh, 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 and the, my favorite thing. Did you catch this? Um, your favorite thing was a fragorography, which well, should yeah. be everybody's favorite thing. My favorite thing, because again, this just to me represents how fucking dude this episode is, is when he is having sex with her. Did you catch what she's saying while they are doing it? <sighs> Maybe. You're so big.
1: Oh, <laughs> I did see that. Uh uh-huh, yes. uh-huh.
0: Yeah. This is, and again, this- this is why some jackass at Dread Central is watching this jacking off saying this is the sexiest thing I've ever seen. <sighs>
1: um, it was not the sexiest thing I'd ever seen. Well, oh, um, uh, a lot of people on
0: IMDb's message boards would would beg to differ.
1: Oh, boy. So I had to just slide in there and give it a nice one out of ten. Oh, um, I should do that, too. So I, you said that this might have been like the worst for you so far. I didn't like pro-life. I think part of the reason maybe I I was I hate it. Ugh. I watched them back to back. I watched pro-life and went right into this with no Ooh, pause that's rough. Um, so this I'm, I might have already been kind of pulled tight from from pro-life uh, going into this one. So my tolerance was very low. Yeah. I also refused to take it seriously. <laughs> because it, it it didn't it didn't deserve it. No, it. no, from the jump was like, oh, I don't care. So why should you? Yes. I'm like, oh, you're right. I don't care. <laughs> oh my god, it was the le- how how anybody look. I don't want to, as people say, yuck your yum. But I do not understand how someone could think this is legitimately sexy unless they were like stunted in some way. I get that that is extremely judgmental. But like, it's not. It's not filmed sexy. It's no. not positioned like anything is sexy. I mean, well, is it? So here's a question. Yeah. And I, I ask you, who
0: knows? I think a, a whole lot more about pornography than I do. Oh, thanks. Well, and I mean that because <laughs> I, 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 think you, you are very well versed on it. I think, I think your opinions on it are fascinating. You, you speak so eloquently about it and interestingly about it. And I look at the like a Ron Jeremy esque porn. where the whole my understanding of that and I mean my I'm just I'm not as well versed in porn most of what I know about it comes from like the deuce and reading random things and that whole idea of for so long porn that was being made by men for men for very specifically heterosexual men who liked the kind of typical what was being sold to them that idea of right you're putting yourself in that place. So it's why Ron Jeremy was a star. wasn't just because he had a big cock. It was also because men looked at him and they weren't, he was like
1: an every man, right. They could see themselves
0: in this part and he gets to fuck beautiful women. Yeah. And is that part of the appeal that you have meatloaf who the film does nothing to make sexy. Like he's presented as a schlub. He's awful. He's an asshole. He doesn't look good. So then when he gets to have sex with this beautiful, beautiful woman, Uh, that that's sexy because of that because of all these other tropes of oh and she's wearing a fur coat um like just these things that are sprinkled of different tags on Pornhub that
1: for the mainstream I mean you might be onto something about how it's not like a like a really attractive like nice man that gets to have sex with like the object of his affection um That's all air quotes because I do not even think he liked this woman. But right? uh, Oh God, no. But like that could be a big part of it because it's like a regular kind of asshole, not accomplished, like struggling to really make it. Even though he seems relatively successful, kind of dude, like that gets to nail this woman. Like maybe that is a part of it. But I don't. Would you? Would you make that? I guess maybe the shorthand for that would be I find this sexy because I find it relatable. Or I find it uh, aspirational,
0: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) You too can have sex with a hot stripper if you kill a magical raccoon herd.
1: (sighs) Like, maybe there is, maybe that's the sexy of it. Maybe it's this easy to solve equation This woman is withholding But if I give her what she wants She'll let me fuck her And she's a
0: lesbian So see see,
1: yeah. It's the simplicity of that Of that uh, equation Like I If I really like this woman So if I can figure out what to give her She'll let me fuck her too Maybe it really does I mean I don't have a, a brain that works that way But I have to assume some people do I mean, life tells me they do. Yeah. So I guess maybe somebody would think like that. I don't know. Also, let me say this about that. We are both obviously very much Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter. I think we're both extremely vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we haven't posted anything about it on the official stuff, I don't know if we have. I but I, Matter, I, I should.
0: Obviously. I haven't just because I feel like I am also a very white woman who never who just
1: for sure. Like,
0: I, I don't want to take attention
1: um but, no, yes, I get that. And yeah. for for me, to a certain degree, I feel like I'm so fucking loud in my personal life right. that like, if you like, you don't know, then I don't know what's going on then with you, you. Don't know me, same. same. But but like, and we're not distant distanced from this endeavor. Like, we're very much it's our yeah. thing. But like, so what I thought was wild, and I said like, oh well, good for them. The fact that like like a woman of color, like I, calling mm-hmm. her a black woman, although I could be wrong, a like a woman of color was like the headliner at a strip club like had her own room and was up on the marquee that is wild and good for this show for thinking that that was like a common thing (laughs) because black women are treated terribly And in the sex work industry and in strip clubs, like you can follow women online and hear the terrible things that they say, like that, that happens in their, in their workplaces. So like, good for them for thinking that this was like a common thing, especially 10 years ago or whatever. But like, I like, I don't know. I just, I wanted so much more for her. It was what a terrible thankless role.
0: Seriously. Seriously. It, it It's one of those things too Where like you just You feel bad for everybody involved You feel bad for the actors you, I felt bad for Meatloaf I felt bad for uh, Ellen Ewusi U- I think is her name um, they're, they're doing what they can And they have to play things That are just lazy And like And just dumb And are played for such And again it's not the shock factor Like yeah there's some really Uh far effects in this set. This episode is one of the probably mm-hmm. grander in terms of the gore. Like That's very true. Fine. Yeah. Um you know, there I, I always find that it, like that that um trope of something that like suicide clubs one of one of like my random favorite horror movies, you know, and it has some really vicious things of people self-harming. Like I think that's a really interesting thing when I see it on films and in books. I just find it you know, whenever there's a power that somehow turns you against yourself. I think that's interesting. Um, and so, sure, some of that here is is creative. I think some of those kills are meant to, like, mirror different parts of the fur-making process, apparently. So, like, okay, again, like, you could have been saying something about that. But you then gave it to Dario Argento, who, at this point in his career, only knows how to do things with a hammer, has no subtlety, has no sense of and I I don't know like it's one of those things and I think you and I were both never big Argento fans but the no, more I really. see his stuff and again like I know if you were taking any director's career and and basing it off of these episodes you yeah. would have a very low opinion of them but two in a row now that I just look at and I just think may like it's not that he's overrated it's not the overrated part it's the Boy, do you feed into this very particular mindset that has defined, I mean, society, but especially horror society for so long. Mm -hmm. And it's just unpleasant and ages poorly. And yeah, does he do a a fear itself or are we finally free of him? Because I really...
1: Uh, I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. I would have to look and um i'm not on that imdb page anymore i, I, I
0: got you i'll tell you quickly
1: tell uh, me tell me tell no me. no he I doesn't see, I, I see a lot of overlap with writers and stuff yeah. and so when we if we manage to get to fear itself <laughs> um i think it'll be interesting to see because you know fear itself was for nbc and this is you know right pay cable
0: where, where directors felt they had to try really hard to be gross and, and like it's uh, it's just it's it's disappointing when somebody tries really hard to be shocking and they just miss every point along the way. it's yeah eh, eh, yeah yeah this this is the one that that kind of broke me,
1: I think in some ways, um real, yeah, well, I think I was I just was so um I couldn't care, I think that was a big part of it for me i yeah. might it might have broken me if i could could have cared. I and it's funny. I wonder
0: how things would have played out if this and pro life were reversed in order. Would would it have been worse? Or because to me, like when I got to this one, I was like, "This is so bad that it." At first, my thought was, it kind of makes pro life seem better, but then I think, no, it also seems like this slide down. And it just, because I was so angry at this episode, it made me think more about pro-life and get even angrier at it. <laughs> and, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. understandable,
1: I think. Yeah. It's not good. No. um, It's not good, and I don't like it. I'm trying to find more about this actress. She's in stuff. Well, she's had a career. But, um. like, she, it's hard to find stuff about her
0: yeah i mean she seems to be let me get back to her um she i mean she works a lot uh i guess has done a lot of tv um yeah nothing i record nothing that i have really seen um she was on an episode of fringe where she played a paramedic yeah number two i did see that yeah she's in fear itself yeah yeah she shows up in the episode made by john Dahl. i have no idea who that is what did he do um the guy who did wow there this is going to be an i know nothing about fear itself it's going to be interesting when we get there because this guy's big credits are the last seduction which
1: Mm -hmm. is not a bad
0: movie but it's not something that i would make somebody a master of of horror
1: yeah uh, well fear itself you don't have to be a master
0: okay okay they they change the rules you just have to
1: you just have to fear Itself. itself that makes sense Boy, boy, either, boy. either way, I didn't like this. No, I thought su- surprisingly all the performances were fine. Agreed. Yeah, but like the story was just—I don't know yeah. what the point of it was. It was—it conf- was needlessly confusing, yet overly simplistic. I don't know yeah. how these these bad episodes keep managing to do that. Like <laughs> it was—it wasted time. But things, but things happened so rapidly when they actually. Got going, it was really paced the pacing was bad, yep. I didn't understand the rules, sometimes the deaths were like like saw deaths, like you would see the aftermath and then we'd have to backtrack and see how it was done, which was just a lot for me I yeah it
0: it felt very argento like I feel like they weren't written that way, like that was Argento being like, i'm gonna do something crazy, like I'm gonna do a flashback, and it makes no there's no reason to do it that way it's yeah it's it's rough it's one of those episodes I just felt on one hand it's and it's one too that like the gore is so intense and I feel like when it when when something not good does that it makes me really bored yes so as soon as stuff started happening I just like just I rolled my eyes so much watching this one
1: yes and I I love so if you thought that this was erotic honestly like I'm the come talk to me about it. Like I want to know what about this you like because I'm sh- I'm surprised that so many of the IMDb reviews are like sexy, erotic. Yeah. Like hot. Um but but th- this is going back to what I have recently said a million times about the French movie inside. So many people on here in, on the IMDb reviews in the same breath that they're saying this is sexy, they're saying it's disturbing and gross. I didn't find this to be disturbing or gross. I mean gross and I mean, like of gross. Course like when someone rips off their flesh, it's gross. But like that so, I just read something that said like don't watch this if you have a weak stomach. Like what is why are you guys like this? Like <laughs> what, what are your lives that this is what turns your stomach and makes you feel awful? Must be pretty fucking good because <laughs> me pulling off his clearly fake skin vest didn't make didn't ruin my day. I don't know. Maybe the treatment of a woman ruined my day. Weird, what we get triggered by.
0: Maybe the the uh, unacknowledged attempted rape. Yeah, that yeah. that's sad. Worse with me than anything else. But what am I? I'm just a silly little lady watching watching horror well, not made for
1: me. I. Yeah, I mean, look, not made for you, right? Oh yeah, like- and and this aggressively
0: so and i mean i i don't know argento is interesting when you when you especially when you go back and you look and some of his earlier stuff and, and you forget too that part of a big chunk of his early stuff was all co-written by daria uh nicolodi that mm-hmm. he had this really intelligent interesting woman helping him write and when do things in his filmography start getting pretty bad you know, I'm not saying it's a total connection. I I don't know enough about his career to really see where things split. But I you know, nothing he's done on his own in the last 20, 20 years has come close to being good. Like, and this isn't even like me being snobby. Like, no, nobody is defending his career from 1990 onward.
1: Mm,
0: <sighs> it's true. Yeah. Well, everybody. Well... So, do you recommend Pilts? i almost want people to watch it to say like just just like did we not did we miss anything like and again i think the only thing i might have missed and not missed but like the one thing i'll say i think is there that i don't think is done well but that at least i'll say it tried i think there is something it's trying to say about the fur industry i think that's there sure hey fine there's probably nuances to some of the details that i don't pick up on but that's because it's in a pile of shit episode, and I'm—I—I I, it doesn't deserve me taking the time to do so.
1: Yeah, I mean, <sighs> if your subtext is absolutely buried, like you didn't—I don't know if you did a great job. If I don't—if I really don't understand what you you were trying to say, yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, oh boy.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's that. So the next episode's Joe Dante's, which I'm excited for. Nothing can be as bad as this. I have faith that it's not going to get to this level again.
1: Um yeah, it I hope I don't know. <laughs> this I I think I I've been pleasantly surprised yeah. by some of the season 2 stuff. Um I didn't think we would get through the whole season without without some some season 1 vibes. Yep. Um I Probably think there was enough a of a break yeah enough of a break, like four episodes where it wasn't like this if I think if it we had gone in and this these had been the first two, I think I might have called the whole thing off. yeah, I
0: get it. I totally get it.
1: but I'm hoping you know what is it screw mm-hmm. Solution screw next yep um I'm hopeful that that will be I'm with better.
0: you I'm with you <laughs> let's all be better, let's all make the world better, let's make horror better, let's do all of those things.
1: Yeah, man. Like, now's the time. There's some shakeups in the community. That's right. That's There's right. some people finally getting sick of stuff. You know what? Destroy all of it. Destroy all of it and rebuild it. Burn it down. Burn rebuild down it. Fangoria.
0: I'm sorry. Burn it down. Let's start fresh. We don't need it. Start well- fresh.
1: Maybe stop doing stuff with Austin Film Bros. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I am do sorry I have for the good really people who, personal... who lost their jobs, but Yeah, do I do I know of terrible things that happen and have had really bad personal experiences with Austin Film Bros? Yes, I have. Oof. I'm never going to share them with anybody, but I know that the few things that people are saying are true and they are terrible and exclusionary and sexist. So how about we stopped looking to them for answers? Yes.
0: <sighs> it can be better. It can be. It really can be. Uh all right. Well, on that uh on that note everybody, go <laughs> go go be the change you want to see and all of those those bits of advice and such. Right? Let's do yeah. that. And keep wearing your fucking mask It's not over yet.
1: Please. <sighs> yes. Yes, okay. Bye.
0: I'm a raccoon. How do you do? I would like to play a game with you. It is a game the raccoons play all through the night and all through the day. It's really easy. All you have to do is hide and then jump out and shout peekaboo. Hiding up a tree and I go peek-a-boo. peekaboo. I'm hiding in a bush and I go peek-a-boo. peekaboo. I'm hiding in the grass and I go peekaboo. I'm a raccoon.
1: I'm
0: a raccoon. I'm a raccoon. That's my name. Are you having fun? Playing my game, it's really easy. All you have to do is hide and then jump out and shout peekaboo. Hiding up a tree and I go peekaboo. I'm hiding in a bush and I go peekaboo. I'm hiding in the grass and I go peekaboo. I'm a raccoon the rack.